Welcome to Get On Purpose, the podcast to get clear on what matters to you, get moving, and get results. Hello, and welcome to Get On Purpose, Season 1, Episode 4. It's KJ here, your host, and uh, just wanted to reflect on last week. You know, we kick-started our discussion on purpose, you know, literally the term purpose. And this week, we're getting clear on the difference between purpose, vision, and mission, which probably in personal context doesn't really mean a lot. We don't really run around in our day-to-day lives talking about these things. But at work, they certainly do. And these things can often get mixed up or muddled. And that's been my personal experience. They get confused, the terms. So before I start, I just want to share a quick anecdotal story that happened to me since, since last week. When we discuss the distinction between passion and purpose, you know, how we can feel passionate about things that have nothing to do with or relevant with respect to our purpose. And so it's important to know that distinction and, and, you know, finding that sweet spot where our passion intersects and creates our purpose. Well, that's, that's, that's fantastic. That's our raison d'etre, you know, a reason to exist. So over the course of the week, I've had a couple of discussions with friends and, um, when I was at an Irish wedding, I spoke to my friend's niece and we were talking about the, the importance of knowing the things you love. And uh, by the way, as a side note, if you've never been to an Irish wedding, put it on your list because they are epic events, <laughs> usually go beyond two days. Um, but during this conversation at the wedding, we, you know, we talked about what we loved and you know, she felt that that really helped her. And when someone asked her a week later, what, what job are you going to do after you graduate uni? She said, well, I'm going to start by doing things I love. And it really gave her the confidence to pursue and explore what she was studying at uni beyond thinking I need a job and into the things she loves. So on Saturday this week, I had a, a breakfast with a friend of mine's daughter and I asked her how university was going and she said she wasn't sure. She wasn't sure what she studied. So I shared the same idea. I said, well, start with something you love. And she looked at me and she tilted her head and she said, Karen, that's easier said than done. If I knew that, I probably wouldn't be having this conversation with you. And I, and I, I completely understood and acknowledge everything she said. So I just want to highlight that all of this stuff sounds a lot easier said than done. And it, you know, I'm not trivializing any of it. It's it's noted and understood that seeking what we love and translating that into what we study and the work we do and the way we live our life is is no easy task. But I just thought I'd share that. So three terms, purpose, mission, and vision. How do they relate to each other? And why do so many companies have this thing called a mission statement? So mission statements, by definition, are typically short summaries of the purpose of the organization. So, you know, I've often asked myself and written in my book about, you know, why have one or the other? And for me, it's it's about language. And I think it's worth looking at, you know, origins of words and how they're used grammatically, how they're defined, and most importantly, how these words are used in our day-to-day lives. So for decades now, organizations be it publicly listed to non-for-profits, to governments, have been creating mission statements, you know, some which are great, lead organizations to incredible success, and some which are very confusing or forgotten key constituents such as customers or employees. And I think the 
reason why I want to question the idea of writing a mission statement is because of the word itself. First of all, it's a noun. It's only a noun. It's only ever going to be a noun. It's where purpose is a noun and a verb. And I think that, you know, when people think about mission, they think about war or they think about religion or they think about, you know, dare I say Tom Cruise in his never ending Mission Impossible movies. And, you know, when I'm hanging out with people under the age of 30, they rarely state my mission, but in their day-to-day language, they're always talking about purpose. So I think that have a mission statement, but consider changing it to purpose because I think it's going to resonate in a way that people can start to translate it into their day-to-day lives. And I think that a purpose statement is always going to infuse a bit more meaning because the word in itself has been used in so many great writings as a word that is more than just why you exist, but why you exist that's bigger than you, that has meaning, where mission tends to be very task-oriented. And also, the word purpose has this great opportunity to be used in things like idioms, like on purpose or fit for purpose. So I just think it's a great distinction to consider those two words, particularly if you're a leader. that we've unpacked the distinction between purpose and mission and how they are interchangeable, and it's really up to the organization to choose which term they're going to use, how does vision fit into all of this? You know, when you hear about people talking about their vision for the future or their big, hairy, audacious goal, how does it fit in? Well, your vision is really the act or power of anticipating that which will or may come to be. So, your vision is really the future state of your purpose or mission, be it a personal purpose or mission or an organizational. It's, it's what it looks like in the future. And it should be something that you can easily measure. And often these things get quite intermixed and, and they really are very distinct and very different. And a vision, a vision should be powerful. Not saying your purpose statement shouldn't, but it should be something almost prophetic something that you can almost perceive the experience in the future. And, you know, I cannot help but think of the magic of the, the poet, the, the musician, the artist, Leonard Cohen. You know, there, you can, there are many artists in the world. You can, you know, there's many songwriters, singers, poets. But when you listen to Leonard Cohen sing, you can feel the vision of his work coming through. It would be very hard to articulate his vision, but you can feel it. Just get on YouTube and watch him sing his music. Many, many have recorded his very famous hallelujah. Many have made tons of money out of his song, but when you listen to him sing it and you watch him sing it and the the power he puts in every word, you can feel the vision of that song more than just the purpose. And that's what a great vision can do. It can bring people into the future and get them traveling with you to feel your purpose and what it's going to actually look like in the future. And for me, that's the distinction. It's, it's the purpose and the mission of what you're doing now. It's why you exist. And the vision is what it's going to look like in the future. So let's look at a case study. I've spent a lot of time following the Volkswagen Group 
because of the issues they had with the software that they named the switch where they intentionally, purposely deceived the market and the customers and their employees by spoofing or, you know, taking software to make their emissions, their toxic waste look like it was lower than it is. And they've gone through profound change, corporate change. They've got a new CEO and they've done a lot of work on what they call their their vision for the future, their 2025 plan. And you can get online and have a look at it. And without picking on them, I think I think they have experienced this muddling of purpose, vision, and mission. So when you hop online, the vision statement is, we are a globally leading provider of sustainable mobility. Well, a vision by definition is, is, is the future. It's anticipating where you're going to be in the future. So I think that what they're really doing there is putting a present tense verb where they really should put a future tense because they're, they're not the global leader of sustainable mobility. They want to be a global sustainable leader of mobility. So then if you look at their mission statement, so they've used mission instead of purpose, there's this four distinct points there. They're a bit of a mix. The first one is we offer tailor-made mobility solutions to our customers. We serve our customers diverse needs with a portfolio of strong brands. We assume responsibility regarding the environment, safety, and social issues. And we act with integrity, build on reliability, quality, and passion as the foundations for our work. Now, that there is a lot in that mission. So I would suggest that it's way too much for anybody in the organization to ever memorize let alone be able to understand how all of that is going to fit into their day-to-day. And I think they've, they've missed the mark in defining a really clear purpose or mission statement that everyone's going to connect with. They've just put too much in it and they've mixed mission with values, with things they're going to do. And so I think it's an example of the muddling of these three things. I think it's always important to provide a counter whenever you put something negative. And and this is a really interesting thing because it's actually hard to find an organization who has nailed all of these things. And I'm going to speak to one throughout the series that I, I know inside now and I know the founder well, because I think you really need to know the leaders and know the organizations and not just not just assume things that you read are true. So I'd like to give Volkswagen the benefit of the doubt in that they are leading with purpose, mission, and vision, and they've just got a lot of words in it that need simplifying. And share, of course, Oz Harvest. You know, when you look at the purpose of Oz Harvest to nourish the nation, it's really easy to see how their founder can be so visionary because she just needs to create future state things that feed our nation in Australia, that nourish it. And everything she does surrounds that, which is why she's able to change public policy, why she's able to raise money, why she's able to have the highest, one of the highest rates of volunteers in the country because people can see her vision. That nourishment is never ending. It's the hearts and minds of the givers. It's creating a supermarket that, allows you to give away food and give away food that's at the tail end of its use by date. That's vision in action. So I hope that 
the distinction between purpose and mission and vision is clear. So now it's my favorite time of every episode, the get on purpose action. Last week, we um, reflected on the things we were doing, our transactional purpose and our work purpose, which can often, if you're listening, thinking, oh, this is so over-engineered, but it's not. It's important to be mindful of what we're doing and how we're spending our time. It's all kind of feeding into our pursuit of purpose or a more meaningful life and work life. So I think also it's worth reflecting on these things to look at things that didn't work. You know, what were those moments where you were off purpose? Because they are often feed getting us on purpose. So this week's COPPA, Get On Purpose Action, is all about work. When you get into work, whether it's your company or someone else's, your non-for-profit or someone else's, is the purpose or the mission really, really clear? And do you connect with it? And I know we talked about this last week, but I really want you to have a think about it. Is the work you're doing and that purpose very clear? You should be able to write two sentences this week. What is the purpose of your work? And what is the purpose of the broader organization's work? And if you can't be clear on those two things, something's not right. And it's time to think about it. So until next week, remember what you do matters. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to subscribe, we're on iTunes as Get On Purpose. And if you want to leave a comment or review on iTunes, we love it. Always keen to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, I'm on Twitter at Karen T. James. And I've got loads more info over on the website, KarenTJames.com. You can also, you know, find us on social, in Facebook and Instagram, On Purpose Hub.